You are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. After the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. Last time on Soul Story, Felix found Jared and was able to rouse him from his nightmare state. Alf, and an impressive feat that no one saw, killed the attacking mannequin. As is tradition, he ran to find help. The Fated reunited once more, only to face something far more villainous than the wooden figures. The last we saw them, Al had taken the next step towards darkness through brilliance. Felix has had enough of the theatrics, and Jared was stabbed in the eye by the mysterious pack rat. Will Felix be able to help his friends? What did Al get himself into? Listen and you may just find out. Content warning. If you've made it this far into the house story arc, the worst has happened. However, be wary as the fated return of more death and violence that may be disturbing to some listeners. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix. Spencer, playing Jared. Bam Bam playing Albert Long. And I'm Alex, and I'll be your fate master today. Uh, first off, on our far- f- bard? Wow. On our wow. fun card app, go ahead and shuffle the main deck. Everyone draw a twist card. Boom! Okay. Maybe I have, to get, I have to get my actual cards? What a, what a terrible woman. <laughs> Just take one, right? It's a good one. <laughs> It's a fucking good- oh shit, I dropped it. Hold on. Must not be that good. Let's do an initiative. No. Yep. Okay, what's that? Go! Oh, you took my card. Uh, I got a 12. A 12 of crows. Oh shit, get stabbed in the eye and suddenly- (laughs) Get to go. Suddenly you're the bionic man- bionic. (laughs) You're the bionic man. The bubonic man? The bubonic man. That's you. The bodacious man. Al got a nine of crows. Um, I got a seven of masks. Or excuse me, okay. eight. Uh, no, excuse me, nine, because I have initiative plus two. A nine of masks. Ooh, so we have a tie? Yep. Yeah, but he has a higher plus. Like, okay. Initiative. Yeah, dude. Um, Moose, do you mind keeping track of initiative for me? Sure will. Uh, I don't know where to put, uh, do you know where to put your baddie? My baddie got a ten. Okay, so let me put that on the sheet. <gasps> I threw my sheet away. Cool. So, in order, it is um, Jared, the Monster Man, Felix, and Albert. The Monster Man. He was a monster man. Oh, hush up. Jared. You just got your eye fucking stabbed. How's how, that how, how are you doing, bud? Um, he's not doing well. Hmm. So you don't say. First things first. <laughs> what is what does that eye stab do to me before I before I plan my course of action? 
you are taking one damage. Oh, good. Right off the bat. I'm going to say, as you are bleeding and half blind now, your attack flips have a minus flip to them. Well, that sucks. The Nux. The poor Nux. Poor Nux. Now they're just normal Nux. <laughs> now they're just normal Nux. <laughs> now they're just nuh. <laughs> I'm not sure how useful this will be in combat, um, but, but any kind of like um, notice checks will also suffer a negative flip. Okay. You're, you're missing an eye. I, I think that's sufficient. Sufficiently Dodger, Dodger. fucks you up. Alright, I'm being stabbed in the eye. I better do something about this. Yeah. Probably. Or just sit on the floor and bleed. That works too. Okay, so where is Jared right now? Is he on the floor? Is he like... Does he still have the knife in his eye? He still has the knife in his eye. We literally cut as he was stabbed. Okay. Um, so, uh, Jared, who I imagine already stopped himself, otherwise he would have walked more into the knife... Um, <laughs> I think there's probably an instinct to get the fuck away once your eye is stabbed. Yeah, I think, um... <laughs> probably? Yeah, yeah, so it's 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 pretty strong instinct. Um, I'm trying to think <laughs> of whether he just backs the fuck up or, uh... No, no, he shouldn't. It's not just he shouldn't, he wouldn't. Um... How close is the rat to him? Is the rat, like, fully extended hand out, or is he, like, right up on him? How how the scene ended was him literally up in your grill. He has his hand on Felix's shoulder, and he has stabbed you in the eye. This is all very close quarters situation. Okay, so he's real it's not close. Like, yeah, okay. he didn't duck and run. He hasn't had the time to duck and run. Is that we... He stabbed you and went right into initiative. So my, my question was because if... Is he, like, full arm extended, or is he within punching range. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I guess that depends on how close you two were talking. You guys had a, a nice little cuddle puddle going on discussing Dear Dear Al's new condition. Yeah. So I think it, it was probably way more of a five-finger punch. Quick jab. Yep. So I think um, not only pushing himself, like I think he, not only is he like pushing his feet back, I think... Not in a punch, but I think he's going to throw his arms out, and I think he's going to try to throw the rat away from him, like, press on his chest and kind of push him away. Rat, like, it's, so it's not like, it's, it's not like punch him in the wrist or anything that would, like, potentially further rip open his brain, but, uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to push off against the rat and try to, like, make distance, whether that's from knocking himself back or knocking the rat back. Or both. Let's do a flip, and we'll still make it a pugilism flip, because it's just a direct contact. Oh, beautiful. We won't do damage, because it doesn't sound like you're trying to do damage, it's just Yeah, just trying to knock the dude away. So that would be... And then plus five sets and eleven. You're able to push him away. So he... you, You push... And as he is pushed away from you, his hand is off of Felix. He doesn't go too far back. Just yep. kind of a quick stumble. Yep. And he giggles. <laughs> oh, we gotta kill this guy. Oh, shit. Well, I think, uh, is, is that all Jared had time to do? Or can he do other stuff? 
Uh, I would say that's one action point you have two to mess with. Oh, fuck. What could I do? What could I do with that? Uh, there are some cool tactile actions that you guys can look into. Yeah, there are. Um, so or you could pass. Nope, so I think... Nope. So, because Jared is still pretty close to Felix, like close-ish. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Jared, cupping his eye now, is going to... I think he's going to kind of duck down and try to make some distance. Not like sprint, but like kind of like move off to the side. What I'm imagining is with Al the doorway and Felix next to that mannequin, I think Jared is moving back and sort of trying to form like a triangle in the room. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, between those three people. It's like sort of intentional but also he wants to get away because he he's still trying to figure out what the fuck just happened to him a point of interest as you pushed him away his knife was removed so go ahead and take another point of damage oh, take God. another wound yeah. poor jared that's sick nasty jared's not poor he has money what are you talking about Right now he does. Yeah, we fucking loaded, man. <laughs> Can't spend it if you're dead. You should, well, you know what? We're gonna try real hard. Okay. So that's your turn. Bad guy's turn. Oh, awesome. So. This man. May, may I quickly interject here? Yes. I would like to enact a special ability of my character. Okay. Um, what? Which, yep. Um, so it's vengeance. Whenever my friends are hurt, I get to move next to them. Cool. Yeah. Is that something you have to do on your turn? Uh, let me check, because I we haven't ever been able to use it, because I always yeah. forget. Um, <laughs> this is a time. Hey, guys, this is a time where we're going to pull out a bunch of cool shit. <laughs> We've oh, been saving I'm up for a cool combat. To pull some cool shit out, man. I was telling someone, I was like, hey, you know, it's fine that we have this huge combat crazy rule system now because um, we only fight like once every four months. Yep. Approximately. Maybe. Approximately. <laughs> it's, uh, it says, if this character or an ally with an eight of this character is dealt damage by an enemy character, this character, oh, I may discard a twist card to teleport within one yard of the enemy. Which I will discard a twist card. Cool. Yeah, since there's no action point to it, I'd say you're fine. Come at me, rule nerds. <laughs> it sounds cool, so I want it to happen. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, he teleports, so he's in between uh, the the scary man and Jared. So there's one more level of protection. As you run like cowards, the mannequins start twitching. Fucking Their heads shit. come to life. And they, in unison, lower their champagne glasses, pour out the contents, and shatter it against themselves. So now they have jagged champagne glass weapons. However, not all 11 move. There's the one by the door and the 10 in the semicircle greeting you. The butler that was waiting by the door does not move whatsoever. And we'll say, well, four. Four seems like a nice, good number. Four of the mannequins rush towards the group. However, 
two of them rush Felix and two of them rush Al. Specifically. So, they first move is, or first AP is to move. Second AP is going to be to attack. Let's go ahead and do Felix first since he's the first and right there. Okay. Go ahead and give me two defenses. Okay. Uh, first is a four of tomes. The second is a an 11 of rams. The first one misses as uh, it seems to swipe at you and just it doesn't it's, it's, it's a little too eager it's not quite there yet and it just kind of blindly swings hoping to get you the second one does as the glass swipes through your ethereal form it's still odd that you do feel a little pain did I feel anything <laughs> if anything you're irritated that someone just pushed through your ethereal form I know fuck this bitch <laughs> <laughs> They had no margins of, of success, so they suffer a minus flip to their damage. Uh, you only take one damage. Uno damojo. Uno damojo. And then we're going to have the two on Al. And it seems like there's one on either side. There's one to your left and one to your right as they come in to either side of you. So I need you to flip for two defenses. Mm-hmm. Black is bad, right? Yep. So bad. Okay, so we got... Oh, fucking they. We got a black joker. And, and I had a red got... joker. <laughs> well, good to just get them out of the way now. <laughs> Goodbye, Albert Long. Um, and I mean, the second one is... um. You don't get to worry about the second one. You got the black joker, buddy. Yeah, this oh. is gonna be bad. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first one comes at you, and you have this flash of the one downstairs that snapped its head, and you freeze. Sure, yes, you've shot, you've killed one. But something maybe about the blue haze. Maybe it's just seeing your friend bleeding from the ice, seeing the doctor run to protect Jer. This is scary. This might be one of the scariest things you've ever seen. And you freeze. And you freeze long enough for them, this, this mannequin to run the glass across your throat. <gasps> I'm gonna give you a bleed out condition. Bleeding out, the afflicted is gushing blood character will die in 10 rounds. This condition is not removed at the end of the character's turn. It may be removed with a doctoring of TN 15. Oh, that's a little harder. Love, I love how it doesn't say might. Character will die. Mm-hmm. It's, it's harsh. Yeah, you, you feel, and it's probably that surprise too, of feeling that warmth trickle down your neck. And then the other one gets to attack. And it hits. And it will do one damage. For a total of five and you're bleeding out. My wounds are five. Good start. <laughs> Al collapses. 
I'm gonna say for Felix, you notice it because the blue light is gone. And you hear a body fall. Uh, first, let's see if you are able to stay conscious, BB. What I need is for you to do a flip and it's your, your tenacity plus toughness. Okay, well, I, I got a, a queen, so that's good. So okay. Uh, uh... Automatically, you already passed. All you have to okay. do is beat a 10. Okay, so you're well, not unconscious, yes. but you are still bleeding out. So be sure to keep track of rounds. The end of this round will be the end of round one. I will keep track of them. I will write them down. BB, we're going to say your turn was to stay conscious. And we're going to go to Felix. Or no, it would have been Felix first. It would have been Felix first. Mm -hmm. but so that's... Felix, go ahead. Uh, okay, well, this is great. This is, you know, PTSD all over again. The soldiers in the battlefield are falling, and my poor little med pack can only save so many at a time. Uh, where is the pack rat in reference to me? So if Jared went... Oh yeah, he didn't even move. No. Ooh. And now you actually see the man who has brought you all here. There's been some rumor of a murderer named the pack rat, but now you know him to be more than a boogeyman. He is small and slight, but weighed down with trinkets and baubles. A thread-worn coat is bursting with watches and toys and rosaries and whatever else he could claim as his. His long, grimy blonde hair hasn't been brushed in weeks, and he wears not one, but three sets of wielding goggles, as if together they make a crown. Mismatched fingerless gloves do a poor job of keeping his hands warm. A couple fingers are missing due to one misadventure or another. He watches you all with beady little eyes, but more unnerving yet is how, despite his short stature, his limbs are simply too long. Not magically long, he's just an unfortunate looking man. Okay. Um, well, I have to deal with the problems at hand first. I'm going to use both of my actions as both attacks. I'm going to fire elemental projectiles at both mannequins who have attacked me, because I've got to clear the way. So, I will do the one on whatever my right is first. Okay. Which is a 19 of double tomes. Fuck off. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> How many margins of success do I have? <laughs> Two plus. Sweet, so it's a positive. Well, that sucks for weak damage. <laughs> uh, so one damage there. And we'll flip for the left one, which is a total of 14 rams and tomes. You have two plus. Okay. Well, that's better. Well, that's, that's shitty. Um, okay, so that is moderate damage of two. What's this look like? Uh, this looks like ghoulish Felix all over again. Uh, the kindly sort of humanistic side that was kind of bubbling up and making him a little more Casper is gone. He is now the full embodiment of his revenant self. He is almost see-through again, completely blue. Um, there are probably... The skin underneath his eyes probably mimics icicles, just where the blue is pulsating. Um, and he is firing off just this shrapnel of ice from his hands, trying to bring these two things down. You don't bring them down, but there is ice impaled in both these mannequins, and one looks far worse than the other one, barely hanging on. BB? We did our, our unconscious check early. 
I wanted you to at least be aware that you weren't taking a snooze yet. So, mm-hmm. we're going to spin it back to the top. What you doing, Jared? Well, fuck. Okay. Uh, so, we're dead. Um, let's see. So, Jared, um, sort of able to see what's going on. Half of the scene, if you will. So I, I think he's having a telltale moment, sort of looking between <laughs> the fallen owl and Felix fighting them back at sort of the center. So looking up, seeing Al, I think he lowers his hand, like from his eye, now just completely coated in his own blood. He straightens out a bit, um, slips his hand into his pocket, and just charges forward at the mannequin still looking mostly intact beside Felix. So not the one that's on the verge of death, but the one that looks like it could still use a beating. (laughs) So he's just gonna pull himself up and I don't even think there's there's a roar or anything. I just think he just barrels towards this thing. And just Rock on. Yeah. Fuck it up. Two strikes. So, he has plus to flip with his knucks and the negative flip. So is it just straight flips for these? Straight flips. Okay. That's a plus five. Please, mother of fucking god. Oh no. A six and a ten. They both miss. Good turn. Good turn. <laughs> we are still roughly as strong as we were fighting the rats. Yep. Bad guys. Seeing Al down. Still awake. But they're seeing the bleed out. It's like they twitch again. And they seem to think their job is done. And they move past Jared and go directly for Felix. So we're going to have two attacks on you, because again, a move and attack. So let's go ahead and get two defenses. We have an eight of crows and a seven of masks. The first one hits without a margin of success, and you are taking one damage. Okay. And the other one hits with a margin of two success, and you are taking three damage. Felix is down. Not yet. Oh. So, go ahead and do a conscious check for me. Oh, okay. Just so that way we know how to proceed in the future. Uh, that is a three. Felix is down. And at this point, Jer, mm-hmm. I need you to give me a willpower save. You got it. Let's see. What that be? Oh. Why is it so fucking hot? Okay, never mind. It's probably, it's, I'm gonna pull an ace, so who fucking cares? Nope, that is a 13. You are able to pass as Packrat cracks his knuckles, and again, just this high, maniacal laugh hits. Mm-hmm. You have that moment where you feel like, this is a terrifying individual, my friends are going down. But your willpower saves you from being terrorized. All right. He's going to move 
but he's not going to be able to get to you due to all the mannequins that are hanging out. Yep. And then it would be Felix, who is down. But I'm also curious, because it just says you're down, you're unconscious, you're taking a cat nap. Unconscious <laughs> is determined by the Fate Master, but it's usually, it, usually it is for the remainder of the dramatic time. I'll think on it. We'll see how, how ghosty Felix comes back. Okay. Because it doesn't say dead, Did it just says fall? unconscious. No, that's the thing. Did he, like, fall down, or did he just, like, evaporate? Like, what, what do ghosts do when they're knocked unconscious? When they're, like, bludgeoned to sleep. Like, what, what happened to him? Because falling unconscious like has... is, like, a thing in your brain. It's, like, swelling. Uh, he might have just disapparated. Just, like, poof! Yeah, like, I, I'm just, like, from Jared's perspective. Into a pile of ghost... snow, like, poof! Yeah, like, did he just turn to snow, or is is did he just fall over because he remembers what it's like to be knocked out? He's he's frosty without his hat when he's knocked out, and then he has to get his hat back. Yeah, he's just back <laughs> for the listeners and our players. Uh, he does kind of fall over because it's a flicker in the magic that keeps him alive. So okay. there is still a body there. Okay. Red Al, so you are on the floor, but you still are have your your senses about you. Uh, would I have fallen forward or back? Whichever way. The other thing is, because of your handy-dandy brilliance, you regenerate a wound. So you're back up to one. Oh, I do have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's wonderful. One could say it's brilliant. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> and Albert Long spontaneously combusts as Felix reanimates out of his body. He's just gone, dead. Having his throat slit and falling over, and then so he stayed conscious throughout the whole thing. So he's seen Felix go down. He saw Jared whiff. He's seeing this guy cackle and crack his knuckles, and just is positively creepy. And these things are coming at Jared. There's no mannequins on you. There are going. There's four near Jared, and I would say that you don't have a clear shot of the pack rat currently. Okay. So. Seeing Felix go down, and then now seeing a, a nearly surrounded Jared. They don't seem, like, interested in him. They're they're just near him. They, they were all going to be attacking Felix. Right. Um, but Felix is down. Yes. So, Al is going to use his manifested power. What's that do? So Al, in like, because I mean, he's definitely like in pain, you know, he's just laying there and just like, uh, kind of like gets his rifle. So, all right. So seeing, seeing Felix go down and like the mannequins there and kind of, you know, feeling like the brilliance, having like that. Because I imagine there's some feeling, like, because he gets that wound back. So there's got to be something that's like flowing through him that's giving like an odd feeling. And then for a moment over Felix sees McFate and McFate would McFate kneels down to Felix and not like audible but mouths the word the words shoot him out so Al will grab his rifle aim it at Felix and fire when the bullet like 
hits for the audience as well as Jared if he sees. When the bullet like hits Felix, he bursts into rose petals, but like singed rose petals, and his body is gone. Unfortunately, because Felix is unconscious, we don't know what happens while your body's gone. How many action points is your manifested power? Uh, it is two. Top of the round. Jared. Oh my god. Some magic bullshit. Pack rat is really fucking close to you. And at this point, too, you notice the mannequins pose again, toasting to you. So Jared is going to, with his half gaze no longer covering his eye, half of his face just streaming with blood, he's going to look at the man who did this. And his instinct is to just throw himself at this motherfucker, fall on the sword, and hopefully bite into his goddamn throat and kill him on the way out. But as he looks over, as he hears, because it's an audible gunshot, right? It's not like, it's not like a flag comes out of your gun. Yeah, okay. No, he like, he, yeah, he like actually shoots. Yeah, okay. Um, I think that snaps him from it. I think he notices in all of this in a split second, Felix just disintegrate. And he looks to Al. And I don't think he knows what's happening. Rather than lean into his own crazy, I think he's gonna lean back and trust in his friend's crazy. <laughs> and I think with everything he has, knowing that he's close to the rat, everything he has to make a straight line between him and that door, There, there is no fighting. There is no fight here. So it's... So he's gonna have to charge towards Al, who is... Where is Al in relation to the doorway? I imagine him falling forward, like laying on his stomach, like in mm. the doorway. So the idea is... To run... Grab Al by the collar of his stupid fucking sleeveless trench coat. <laughs> you leave Basic my trench coat alone. Basically bowling ball that dude out into the hallway and slam the fucking door that he wanted open so goddamn bad. I don't think, looking at everything, I don't think there is another goddamn option. Felix is gone. Like, whatever happened, there is no more Felix to save right now. There, there's nothing there. The, the depth perception of losing an eye is a funny thing. Mm-hmm. So, I think we need a flip to see if you're able to grab Al. Okay. And I'm not sure if there's, like, convince me of some kind of flip to give you a bonus, but it's going to be at a negative. For for grabbing him? Yeah, if you, if you can convince me, I'm game. I don't think he, but that's the thing. He's looking straight ahead. I don't think he's looking down at Al. He reaches down, fingertips scrape against the coat, and he grabs the collar and pulls him. 
Like, okay. like as he's running, he's running in a straight line. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's running looking down to grab Al, because that would knock him into walls. Okay, sounds good. So I'll allow it. That, yeah, that, that's my only thing. Is I, I think it's it's one of those things you, you're... Like, Al is not a small thing. Like, it's not like picking up a... Yeah, it's it's an obstacle in the doorway. Uh, so, okay. Um, so what, what would that be? Do you still want that flip, or do you want some other flip? What would the flip nah, be? Nah, you describe. You convinced me. There's no need for a flip. Um, okay. As you grab your friend, and you book it. I think, though, you have to sacrifice closing the door. Cool. Well, then, uh, yeah, so is he's pet, because he would have to reach into the room to grab the door. Um, so that's fine. Give me a direction you're headed, and we'll say that's your turn. Um, he's headed back towards the room with the little boy in it. Perfect. Because they, they gotta find- they're not just gonna, like, if they just run, they'll run into more traps. But there is there is a definitive safe room where they already triggered all the goddamn traps. So, yeah, that that's where he's headed. Does Felix appear on his turn or your turn, BB? Uh, it just says for one round. So, I will say at the start of this turn, start of your turn, he'll come back. Okay. But monsters first. Yep. Mm-hmm. The laughter stops as you run. And you hear him snap. You two, with me. And he gives an order, and him and two mannequins follow after you at a calm, steady pace. I wonder if your sister would have ran, too. Oh, he is, uh... He's not listening. He's <laughs> he's just not. Al's turn. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so... He gets another wound back, right? Yep, so you're now at two wounds. And at this point, Felix pops back. Crumpled on the floor, still unconscious. Can Al get up? Like, would that be... The way that Jer probably picked you up was enough to pick you up onto your feet. I don't think he's tracking your body along the ground. I think it was enough of a momentum to pick you up and have you walk beside him. So, Jer, you two see Felix pop next to Al. Although you guys keep moving, so therefore Felix kind of stays. Felix, you wake up, and what does he see, BB? He sees, I mean, it'd be unfamiliar to him, but he sees the long farm. He sees the house, the windmill, uh, the cornfield, and just unable really to see her face, but a woman just kind of like standing at the open, you know, front door, just waving. And this definitely wasn't the scene you saw when you went down. But it's calming. And it's enough for you to kind of regain your senses here as, as you have been previously unconscious and you're trying to kind of feel like, how, how, could I, how could I die from pain when I'm already dead? And you have these rapid thoughts hitting you. But in this teleport situation, um, as a one-off, because the DM's feeling nice, this is not going to be a continual thing because I don't want to make this manifested power any harder than it needs to be for, for BB. And you come conscious and you heal a point. Okay. And you appear next to running men. Friends? Acquaintances? People? Hmm. You're still rough for wear, but you're conscious. 
So we'll have BB's turn and then we'll just have a shift of initiative. So BB will go ahead of Felix. Boom, poof. There's the good doctor. Standing, awake. I mean, well, yeah, does, is Jared like, just, is he still holding on to my coat? Did I, you like, get just... up? Are you on your feet? The the process would have been that you would have grabbed him as you guys were walking. Yep. That he would have been moving with you. So it would have been like a stumbled step, step, step as he followed along with you. Yeah, if he started to step, 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 then yeah, he let go. Yeah, as long as he's not dragging him, like they need to be moving at full speed. They can do that better together. Yeah, so you're, you're running. You're free. <laughs> so... <laughs> So seeing uh, Felix pop back into existence in his singed petals, ah, <laughs> oh, they smell wonderful. Uh, we'll start booking it towards the bedroom door. I need you to do me another flip, though, BB. Okay. Your throat's slit. Just can make me a straight flip. Where'd my card go? It's an eight of tomes. Okay, because I see nothing. I see. <laughs> I saw me drag the card as soon as I clicked the flip, it disappeared. The next time you try to speak, you're not able to. Yeah, oh, this is whole thing. Oh no, this is whole thing. Oh no. This is a permanent condition. <laughs> That's it, just kill him. He might as well be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we find something to fix it later. But as of right now, your vocal cords are cut. No, oh my gosh, that's what, yeah, Al doesn't know where the fuck we're going. Al's going towards the stairs. Okay, Because Al okay. doesn't know the bedroom Can door. Can talk during Al's turn? <laughs> sure. As, as they're running. So I, I like the idea of him running off wherever, but yeah, sure, you can talk. So, okay, well then fine. Then the second Al is running and on his feet, like before he even notices Felix, he is pointing and shouting, Door, bedroom door. He's pointing past the past the banister, very end of the hall, farthest point away from the boss. <laughs> okay, go to the door. Goes to the door. Go to the door. You run. You open the door. You see a child and a dog, and we'll cut there. Felix, you're back. You're a little wobbly, but uh, you're back. And you see these guys booking it. Oh, you know one of them is bleeding real bad. Mm-hmm. How close is, is it possible for me to move to Albert and perform some sort of doctor check, i.e. ripping off a sleeve of, or like a piece of my clothing to quickly build like a, a tourniquet type thing? So a doctor check in this case is going to cost two action points. Got it. So no. If it's going to be a full, if my turn is just to move. Mm-hmm then there's something else he's going to do. Okay. Uh, we'll use my one action point to move and say, Albert, hold still. My second action point is going to be to summon a gaiman in between us and the boss. Okay. So that that is a uh, 19 of masks and tomes. So that definitely goes off. What's it look like? Uh, it's going to be another one of the very uh, much larger game. It's still, you know, a size one creature, but he's kind of hulking. His head is really tiny, but his body's really ripped. And he's like, brah. He's like, I am a gay man, brah. Um, <laughs> I'm a gay man. <laughs> and it, like, it's just so he can be as imposing and as wide as possible to try to kind of clog this area for them. So they're either going to have to dispatch him or take time to like run around him in weird patterns. Good. Good play. 
Good point. We're back at the top. So they're both in the room now. At the door. He opened. Okay. He was able to open the door, but you guys weren't be able to. You weren't able to crash. Blah, you weren't able to cross the threshold. So as Jared runs at the door, can he grab them and push them through? Like in a in a. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's gonna happen. He's not going in there until everyone's in that fucking room. I'm guessing probably be or uh, Al would be on the right to open the door. Yep. So that means Felix is on the left. Mm-hmm. I, this time I do yep. need to check to yes, see if you grab them. Yes, that's him. fine. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. So, notice at a negative? Sure, that's what you want to do. What do you want to do? What, what's I, your I plan? It's, it's not... I'm, I'm not sure how to spin it. So it could be a notice check just to see him. It could be an attack check to push him. That's... However way you... I'm, I'm giving you a chance to still have bonuses if you have anything that you can convince me of. But since you're physically grabbing onto something... You're well, going to you have said, a minus. You said notices and attacks were at a negative. So either way, yes. it would be... Yeah, um, so I don't have... Unless it's a pugilism, unless I'm punching them through the door. <laughs> Which, uh, in theory... <laughs> you could. Uh, I mean, in the sense that if I'm, like, grabbing them by their shirts and, like, forcing them... Maybe, I don't know, I don't... We can, we can do that. We did it with the other... With the big pack rat. We just don't do damage. We just declared That's it true. was non-lethal. Yeah, it was just can a push. he use his, his big punching arms to push them through? Okay, yeah. Then it'll be minus, but with the plus five. Oh, look, a seven. A, a seven of... Oh, cool. Yeah, he's just, like, as as they're they're getting ready and whatnot, he's, he's pushing them through. If it's not too much to ask in his current point value, he's going to throw the door shut. You moved, you pushed people. You can't throw the door. Okay. Remember, so he, he gets them, they're in. Remember, everyone, this door doesn't have a door handle. Yes, he moves to the door, he pushes them through, and um, so his his only words would be, fix him. And he says that between the two, he's not being specific, but hopefully it's, it's obvious. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Then he turns his sights, but end of turn. End of turn. Big bads. Big bads. They are pushing out of the room. And the mannequins are going to try to attack the gaiman. First one has two attacks. Or it's going to be a move, so it's going to be one attack. As a 13. Uh, it does not hit. Nice! What's its, um... Uh, its flip is a 14 of rams. Nice. Okay, then the second mannequin moves, attacks, and that one is a 10. Uh, that one is going to hit on an 8 of tones. Um, I do get uh, my trigger. Yeah, it's just chill, so target gains slow. Cool, nice, one less action point. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit, it's going to hit for max damage. Okay. That's a 4 damage. It explodes. So I'm going to say when it hits, and this explosion of snow hits, Mm -hmm. that's like what freezes it. And it's going to be in that, I feel like it's a very fantasy thing, where it just freezes in its own attack position. Well, there's a really cool thing with the Gaiman. When it dies, everything within two inches of it takes damage. Takes two damage. Sweet! Sweet! So, So, um, first I get this one that's attacking. 
You see it freeze into a statue, unable to move. It is considered knocked out. Hooray. The other one takes that blast shoulder to shoulder, snaps its head. And as it snaps its head, you hear that crack of ice that seemed to try to lock its joints together. But it's not, it's, it's still present. It's not able to move further because it moved attacked already. And then there's the pack rat who's also going to take damage from this. As he like kind of holds up his hand to, to ignore as much of this chill as possible, but it's still cold enough that black creeps across his skin on his forearm. And how much damage is it? Fuck him. Two. Two? Thank you. Doso. Cool. Doso Danojo. And then he's going to double move. So he, he would have moved to the point of the game in, and then he's moving forward, leaving the other mannequin behind for now. Okay. He's not able to make it to the door. He's about halfway through the hall. And it's going to be Al. So Al, being told not to fucking move, will remain where he... I, I imagine, like, being pushed in, like, because the bed... The way the room is, like, the bed would be, like... Uh, I'm yes. sorry, I was trying to remember, like, the layout of the room. Um, yeah, I mean, like, he'll, like, con- like, go the rest of the way into the room and then just stay there. Okay. Do you want to hold your turn till? Doctor gets to you. Yes. I'll allow that. <laughs> doctor. Okay. Doc the doctor. Um. I uh. I'm afraid. Uh. How far do I have to move? To, do I have to move to get to L? No, I'm gonna say you guys are all in course cor- close quarters at this point. You're you're blocking yeah. the door, uh, but you're all yeah. close. So can I? Just, like, shift him so we're not blocking the door? Like, just turn him around? Yeah. I won't count as a move. It's just kind of a sidestep. Okay. Um, then I'm going to try to doctor this this poor bleeding out man. Well, there it is. That's the red joker. Woo! <laughs> That's awesome! Mm, 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 mm. So he's definitely fixed. <laughs> yes, you are no longer bleeding out. And it's not maybe as bad as you thought it was. You're still not going to be able to talk talk, but right now it's raspy. Oh okay. my god, that's so much better! And I got my, I got three wounds now. Yep. Beginning of your turn, you would have regenerated again. You're at three wounds. You're welcome. As he's fixing him, quietly he's going to say, She's beautiful. And that's what he's going to put it as. And like, like kind of, and it's more of a. He tries to put just a little bit of distance between, like, a couple of inches. And in the same spot, Felix is going to turn to face the door. So, yeah, not moving, but just changing facing. <laughs> BB. Al, it's your turn. Since you held. You are no longer bleeding out. You have the three wounds. Your voice is there, cracky, raspy. Now, I want to try something with Al um obviously Al knowing damn well it's gonna be fake but with like Al you know and like the practicing he's done with Felix and like doing like the illusory images at the door uh cause I know with the like the uh like press the digit that word uh <laughs> um he wants to try to create a fake version of what Felix does 
but in the middle of the door, like defending them. But it's just an image. By us seconds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did a card come out? Uh, yes. I got it for you. It is a five of rams. Oh, but you need the suit too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it does not work. That's why magic okay. is hard. It is fucking hard. Do you have anything to cheat a suit in? Uh, no. So, like, I like that was, like, the number I needed, but I don't have, uh, I don't have masks. I would have needed masks. Okay, and you don't have a mask in your cheat hand? Nope. I've got okay. tomes cool. and crews. Okie dokie. So, it does not launch. You, Felix, I'm guessing you're able to tell all your per- peripheral as this budding dabbler <laughs> tries, and it's, it's almost, I'm guessing you're almost trying to mimic what Felix does, like when he casts. Yeah, I imagine that yeah, whatever Felix normally does to like summon, he like tries to do the same thing. It's a little clumsy, but you see potential, <laughs> and it fizzles. <laughs> Wait, can I just like in like so they can hear Al's raspy voice, just like as he does, just oh damn it, <laughs> Jared. Okay, so um, he's moving that dresser. Um, Something I wanted to do for Flair, but I will not do it if it costs a fucking movement. Like, I don't even- he doesn't even need it shut, he just needs the door, like, angled, so I imagine that's his push-off point as he moves to the dresser, and, uh, with them out of the way, he doesn't call out or anything, because it's not important right now. Um, and I think he's just gonna start driving the dresser straight towards the door. I need uh, athletics, please. Hell yeah. No, that's fine. <clears throat> I can do athletics all fucking day. What did I get? That's... Uh, you know what? I won't cheat that, because that's a... That's a 12. That's a 12 of range. You're fine. Yeah. You're good. You do it. Cool. Cool. So, yeah. So, Jared just pushes it, and I imagine as he's pushing it, he's, like, turning it so that when he slams it up against the door, it's, uh... it It's turned, like against the door, not just, like, sideways driven into it. Um, what else would you like to do? Is that just his move? Like, I, yeah, I thought that I, was... I'm counting that all as, like, one big thing. It was a move and, and, and a push. So you're... Okay. I'll give you another thing. The bed. The bed, then. So I think he's going to, uh... So Al is, like, moving his hands, and he looks healthy, right? He's he's doing all right. How many hit points do you have? I got he three. He has three. Yeah, Out of, yeah, like, four? Like, yeah, he's... Out he's, of five, he has a cold. thank you. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Out of five, oh my god. Yeah. Come uh, on now. <laughs> um, so I think Jared is already going to be moving towards the bed. I think he's going to move towards... Instinctively towards Brecca's side, so that no one disturbs that side of the bed when they push it. Um, but he's going to shout to Al, Help me move the bed. Baddies. They're on the I bet. Uh, he doesn't call for another mannequin. He is confident at this point that he has you in a corner as he follows you to the door and the mannequin at hand. And he just lightly knocks at the door. What's your plan in there, guys? Can I come in? He seems to have all the time in the world 
He does not. He's not in a rush to tear down the door. Hey, buddy, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. No, Al will, you know, go to the bed and attempt <laughs> attempts to help Jared move it. Okay. There is there is an assist action. It's one action point. Go ahead. And he'll do that. Okay. So we'll hold off on the on the bed moving until Jared's turn. But that's just one action point. If there's anything else you want to do. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd probably like, you know, thanks, Doc. Uh also, Jared, what the fuck's the game plan? Jared, as he's like moving into position behind the bed, would nod back towards the balcony door. Seeing as he's now in the way for them to move the bed against the door. <laughs> Where is this balcony door? I can't open up the map. Oh, it's uh, it's opposite of the way they came in. There's like a there's a door out to the balcony. Okay. Uh, so Felix will step out of the way, um, moving towards the balcony door, and he will open it. That'll be his two movement actions to move and move door. Okay. As you look outside, you see that the balcony is a little worse for wear. It would be maybe not perilous, but definitely dangerous to go walking about on it. Everything else in the house seems really nice. They look like they're in the process of refurnishing and making it look nice. It looks like they can't quite gotten to the balcony yet. And we will call initiative there. Because at this point, the pack rat is still just constantly rapping on the door. Little light raps. Let me in. Let me in, little pigs. I hate this guy. <laughs> Good. So, okay. So, moving the bed. That's that's the first thing. That's the most important thing. That makes sure that door does not get opened. If you want to flip for it, you can't. I can say with the assist and everything, you guys are able to move it. Fuck, it's done. It's, we're not wasting <laughs> cards. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, upon moving that, um, I think they get that right up against it. I imagine it's pretty fucking tough. It's a giant queen-sized bed. It's big, it's heavy. It's, it would take some muscle work to get there. Yeah, yeah, okay. So at this point, um, he's going to look back, see if the balcony door is open, and shout to Felix, how does it look? Perilous. So does that mean we can't go out? Yes, Mr. Long, that means we cannot go out. You could. <laughs> so, <laughs> at this point, Jared... Jared moves uh, to the side of the bed. First, he's going to do a double take. He's going to look over to uh, over to where the balcony window is. Are there any drapes or anything on the windows? Yes. Heavy green drapes. Awesome. Good. Okay, then he's going to stay his hand as he kind of reaches for, like, the bed covers and turn. He's going to move forward and um, sort of snap to Alan Felix tear those down we'll we will climb if we have to there's there's no other way there there's and he's um i think he's gonna wince i think i think his head's throbbing and that's causing blood to rush in his eye to swell shut and it's just it's bad like i think he's in fucking trouble so i think he's gonna lean forward i think he's gonna hiss and then he's gonna point up there's vents into this room. He gassed us once. He can do it again. We have to climb now. 
Hey everybody, Alex here for one of the last mid-rolls of season one. Let me give a big hey there to our Patreon donors. We have Brandy and Jay at our train ticket tier. We have Tyler at Al's Dime Novels tier. And let's not forget our Thorn regulars, Kyle, Nate, and Philip. Thank you for your donations. You are the wind beneath our wings. First and foremost, thank you to everyone who nominated us for the 2019 Audioverse Awards. While we did not receive a nomination, I know there are those out there who took the time to throw our names in. Thank you for thinking of us and sharing the love. This is it, guys. We are in the home stretch. Today starts a week of episodes where we will conclude our season one on the big 50th episode. But what's going to happen to Soul Story after this? Well, You'll just have to wait to find out during Soul Searching 11, where we get the whole gang back together to reminisce over the last year and a half. Remember those Patreon donors I mentioned? They're pretty rad. They also have access to some cool content as well. In the past, Spencer's been our main author featured, but guess what? I snuck in! There are two snapshot stories to flesh out the world the Fated live in. Maybe you want to eavesdrop on Jared and Brecca one last time. Maybe you want to learn more about Winifred and Delilah? Uh, that's it. Those are the only two I wrote. But there are more to come. Not to mention an exclusive blooper reel this month that will only be aired on our Patreon. If you want to know the ha-has that happened during Kyle's guest spot, that is where you'll be able to find it. Now, let's get back to the show. Hello everyone, this is Tyler here at Formidable, a true crime podcast. I want to invite you to come join me as I drop multiple episodes weekly to give you your true crime fix. Now I am personally a huge fan of true crime and this is what has pushed me to do this. All of my stories are well researched, but I do keep them shorter than your average true crime podcast to fit into your daily commute so you don't have to pick back up later. I encourage you to check it out anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Just search Formidable, a true crime podcast. And while you're there, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave a review if you enjoy. You can also find me on Twitter at FormidableTC and on Instagram at Formidable. So Felix would help um, in his little side satchel, his army bag. He would have a scalpel. So it would make this much faster, at least on his end. Al also has a bayonet that forgets is there. Okay, Perfect. so we've got two blades. Let's just slice it through curtains. <laughs> Easily slice done. Dice. Okay. I tie the knots. Okay. Good, good bet. Give me a flip of some sort. Of some sort. Magic uh, doctoring. <laughs> Doctor- yeah, can I? Can I use my stitching? I can make one up. Yes, you may use your <laughs> oh, stitching. Oh, oh, oh man. So I know I it's supposed to be tw- like thread and needle, but no, you're good. I, yeah, I mean, but I figured I would understand. Like, so it's yeah. a, yeah, it's a twelve of tomes. Okay, you're good. They Sweet. seem sturdy. Good. Okay, we have curtain rope. Do we have? Okay, from the looks of it, do we have enough to get down? Like, is this is this like a story? tall in length yes cool awesome fuck it okay um how much longer than a story it's barely barely enough okay there might be a short drop at the bottom nothing that would cause damage but there's definitely it doesn't touch the ground on on the other side 
Okay, so um, Jared is going to look that over and kind of huffing and puffing and occasionally like dabbing his eye with his fingertips. So at that, Felix is going to stop you and Dr. And Dr. Jared. Okay. Uh, Any commentary which... or just like grabbing him? <laughs> no, I'm just grabbing him. I'm just like, I'm done. And I'm cheating this because I have the doctor skill. I ha- I'm cheating in a six of crows instead of my four of masks. Okay. So I get a 12 of crows. Okay. Um, so a doctor check is five. Um, every five above that gets him an extra wound. So he'll get two, or I, uh, yeah, so we'll get him an extra wound. So now I have to flip for how much I, uh, I do, which is weak. So he's only going to get two wounds back. Good, uh, that's what he took. At, he's back. At least you are bandaged, so you are no longer, you know, leaking out of your face. He's he's back to full health, boys. That's all we needed. Oh my gosh, we got those epic fucking battle scars. Oh my gosh, where is the fan art? <laughs> okay. Um so as soon as he feels like Felix is wrapped up, he's going to try tugging away. Um he's going to um point to the rope. Look back to the bed and usher for Felix to follow him. It needs to be longer. We're going to tie it to the bedpost. Uh, okay. At that, Felix is just, in the sense of time, he's going to take off his jacket and then tie the rope to one sleeve and then use the other to tie to the bed sheet, to the bed frame. Okay, cool. Awesome. Beth. Do I need Even better. For that or... Give me, yeah, give me another stitching just to see how that fits. Okay, that is a six of rams. That seems good. Okay. Seems good? Seems good. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jared, checking that now, um, he's going to look back towards the door. Um, is, is the pack rat still knocking and doing his thing? Yep. Jer, look to Al. Who's going down first to catch the kid and the dog? Jared is going to turn to Al, nod his head. Exactly what I was thinking. You should go first. Oh, 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 oh fuck, Jared. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, no, then Al will... I guess go. Are you taking the kid or the the dog? Uh, the kid. Well, you don't yeah, have the, to. The it's just you. Kid. You mentioned it, so. Yeah, I'll the, take kid the kid could hold on to him while he climbs down, theoretically. So, yeah, the dog. I, mean, I don't know just, what we're gonna do, but someone's gonna have to toss the dog. Cool. We will catch. <laughs> Hold on. I don't <laughs> trust our flips tonight. We're not throwing dogs. <laughs> gonna get Peta called on the podcast. Well, That's fine. Don't they? They always land on the feet, right? Okay. <laughs> to be fair, this is this is the pack rat's dog. Apparently, like, like he's being nice, but he wasn't in danger downstairs. Like, this is his house. No one bothered him. He didn't fall prey to the murder traps. <laughs> That's out of character. Jared, Jared's not talking about the dog. Jared doesn't give a shit about the dog. Okay, so you're climbing down the rope. 
Well, yes, hold on. And I'm um, gonna have oh. as as he goes to grab it. Um, Jared is going to kind of trot up next to him, and as he's grabbing the rope, Jared's going to grab it in front of him and pull it super tight, just like testing it before Al actually goes out onto the balcony. Feels good. He tugs it really hard. It feels good. It feels like you're tugging it really hard. <laughs> Jared, we don't have time. You're for this lying to move. me, Alex. Okay, that's fine. So, are you looking concerned, Jared? Yes, Jared's super concerned. Why is he so concerned? Because Al might fall and die. But the doctor said everything's fine. So, seeing the concern, the doctor is going to grab the bedsheets and the coat and hold on to both segments so that you two can climb down first. Because he's a damn ghost and probably doesn't weigh much. So, to that, Jared will let go of the rope, look to Al... Hurry. Now. No worries. I got this. I'm like fucking indestructible. Go. (laughs) So first, I need an acrobatics check as you cross the balcony. And do it at a disadvantage because you have a child on you. Well, that sucks. If we don't... So, yeah, if I don't have acrobatics, just straight flip, right? Yeah, then that's a nine of rams. You take the first step. And you feel the wood crack. And the next thing you feel is air. As you land on the porch. Wait, let me make sure it's the porch. Yeah, no, you just hit the ground. You hit the dirt. Narrowly missing the wheelbarrow. That's Oh, with the broken glass. Ew. Go ahead. Take two damage. So as you fall... You do fall on your back. And as you're carrying this kid backpack style, there is a crunch beneath you. Oh my god. So, you see your friend crash through this perilous, sketchy-ass balcony. You too hear the thump crack of bodies falling. What do you do? Um, Jared rushes to the fucking edge and peers down and shouts, Al. Are you sure you want to go do that? As you rush towards the edge, not He's not rushing out onto the balcony. He's rushing to, he's still in the room. Okay. You said edge, so I was, I was imagining it was the edge of the balcony. No, the, I thought the balcony completely collapsed. No, it's just a portion of it. Yeah, he he's still in the room looking like... Yeah, like so okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry, again, the way you described it made it sound like you went to the edge of the balcony. Okay. No, I described because I thought the edge was in the room now. I thought the whole balcony fucking... Good. Yeah, okay. okay. I didn't realize okay. he fell through a gap. It, it, he okay. created a gap, basically. Okay. So yeah, I was the gap. There's like two or three floorboards now missing. There's a big human-sized place where he fell. Okay. What about the rope? He was holding onto the rope, so did that fall through the hole? It did, but it's not like pulled through, so you'd be able okay. to readjust. And even the size of the hole, you could still technically walk around and try again to climb down the rope. It's just that yep. now it's going to be more difficult. Okay. You're still conscious. Al. You hurt. I think Al is in stunned silence. And does not respond. So, if I were- so- Theoretic, this human-sized hole you said he couldn't climb down through? 
No, so um, you could climb down. You could like pull the rope all the way through. It's just that I'm letting you guys know, like the the rope isn't lost. It's still there. It's still attached. It's still mostly draped over the balcony. You could pull the rope down and climb down that hole. Jared, there's a convenient hole. Climb down and see if he's okay. Jared will nod, already beginning to kind of spool and then re-descend the rope. Looking back to Felix, follow right after me. Felix will nod, still holding on to the coat and the rope. So with that assurance, Jared is going to start climbing down to go try and see if Al is dead. I need an athletics check from you. Also, at this point, the knocking stops. I have one more thing to say to Jared as he's climbing down. Yep. Jared, thank you for everything. And now that he's actually going down the rope, that's when Felix lets go and slams the door closed. fuck is happening so as i as i go to flip jared looks up there is a brief hesitation where he almost goes back but looking back down to al knowing that there is no like the kid is beneath him jared has to keep going so we're gonna do we're gonna do some athletics that is a 15. You're fine. No, I'm not. You see below Al laying on his back. I imagine he hasn't moved yet. There is a dark color standing beneath him. And you see little limbs stretched out underneath of him. So, without a word, Jared is going to reach down, grab Al by the arm, and start pulling him over his back. And, like, at this point, there is... There is adrenaline. There is fear. I don't even think he looks to regard the kid. It is just Al. So he gets Al on his shoulders in a fireman's carry... And he runs for the gate. Al, do you resist? I think for a moment, no. Because he's definitely shot. I, I feel like like hitting the ground, Al, 100% was just like, oh no, this kid's dead. And that's what's got him in shock. But like him being able to, like he can look back. Like, can he see that Felix is still up there? Door shut. But Felix is not down here with us. Jer, where the fuck's the dock? As Jer runs, is he back out onto the street? He's, yes. he's hoofing. He's gonna turn. He knows where they are. He's gonna start running back towards the city center. He's going back towards Guild Turf. Like, right now. We're going to where there are guards. We're going back to where there are people, we're going back to where there are witnesses. Beautiful. And he doesn't, he doesn't talk because he is huffing and he is puffing 
and he is coughing and he is just sprinting as hard as he fucking can boots against the pavement boots against the cobbled stone Al is yelling in your fucking ear like probably being slightly hurtful <laughs> but slightly being hurtful just like Jared you big fucking idiot where is he stop he doesn't talk he is huffing and puffing and he is putting as much distance as he can between that house and where Al is right now. Felix, what's going on? Well, Felix has shut the door. He calmly reassures the dog that is there. He can't really do much for the dog, but he's going to give it, you know, a little bit of love and attention. He's going to pat its head, kind of scritch between its ears. Then we're going to wind up two elemental blasts, and we're going to shoot it at above the bed, because I'm going to try to clear myself a path to get out. Okay. So are you trying to clear the door or trying to clear, like, the wall? Uh, well, I, I assume the door would be thinner. I want to blast a hole through what isn't regarded by the bed and the, the dresser. It's probably going to be me being awkward getting out, but trying to buy as much time as I can before this man rushes out of the house after these two. Sounds good. Let's do it. Done. First blast is a... that's a 12. So that's an 18 of masks and tomes. The second blast is a 13 of double tomes. Both of those hit. Do you want damage for both of them? I'm gonna say they're high enough. I'll let you okay. save some some cards. It shatters, it goes out, and you're able to look out, and you see that one mannequin frozen in place, thanks to your little little pet. Mm-hmm. And you see the pack rat backing up, scared. Not quite sure what to do. The other mannequin was blown away in the um, shrapnel from the door and is pinned to the wall, dysfunctional. In all my ghoulish glory, as I start crawling through this hole, I'm going to keep my eyes directly on him and... Have you ever felt the bite of winter? And step through it. December has come. As you crawl... And as you deliver this beautiful fucking line, you see him steal himself a little bit. Still terrified. But he's like, all right. And he rolls his shoulders. And he nods. Let's dance. Felix courteously will give him the, just the quick waltz bow, never leaving his, his gaze, but just partners. He curtsies. <laughs> curtsies, of course he would. We will do a one for one. Okay. We won't do a whole initiative with everybody involved because no one else is involved. Since you guys are doing this kind of gentlemanly way, let's see who has the quick draw. I like it. I currently have a 13 of tones. You will be going first. Perfect. Quick draw it is. Um, In that gentlemanly fashion, he will bow. And as he raises up, both hands are going to just elemental projectile at this man. One of his hands will mime the drawing of a pistol, as if he was a true gentleman, to 
say I beat you. Uh, we'll do the first shot. So I've, I drew two cards, but we'll, I assume you want to do this in order. Yeah, let's do it one at a time. Okay, the first one is a 16 of double tomes. That will hit. Okay, how many margins of success do I have? Uh, you have one. One, so it's just a straight flip. Yep. Sadly for weak damage. Is that one or two? That is one. And let's do the next one. The next one is currently a four of, or excuse me, a ten of rams and tomes, but I would like to cheat okay. to my nine of rams, making it a fifteen of rams and tomes instead. Okay. It hits. One margin okay. of success. One margin of success. Again, for weak damage, so only one. These shots hit him, and again, he does that shoulder shoulder jerk as now it's not just like an ice bolt and it's like ice shards are sticking out of him yeah. like glass and he laughs again as he feels this pain <laughs> well played well played the laugh seems to get louder and he like rolls his head a few times and gets like, like just a repeated crack not just one he's able to get like two or three out of them and I need a willpower save from you uh, that is a 15 of crows. You are able to ignore as he tries to intimidate you once again. Damn Skippy. And then he's going to charge after you. And I'm going to let you know this too, and particularly as a response, excuse me, to the, the hitting. You notice that there is a gentle weaving of magic. You, it's not so much that you see it, but you feel a weaving around him as if he tried to block that magic, but you were still able to push through his counterspelling. And so he's going to rush to attack. Okay. That is going to be an 11. I'm going to flip for my defense. He's technically charging. We'll have two attacks, but we're doing one at a time. Uh, for the first attack, I only have an eight of masks, but I'm going to cheat in my 12 of rams, my last card in my hand to have a 14 of rams. So that one misses. Second attack. 13. I have... I flipped a king of rams, so that's 13. I have a 15 of rams. You notice that at this point, too, somehow... Somehow. It's happened between the span of him knocking on the door and when this fight started. His knife, his stiletto, has a green aura, and it seems to be just dripping green magic. And you're able to dip, duck, dodge, dive. Dodge? Is that the five Ds? <laughs> uh, and as this green blade is narrowly missing you. Your turn. Can I make it to the stairs? He's currently blocking the way to the stairs. That's, okay, that's all I need to know. Ben in a blaze of glory, here we go. Felix will not necessarily laugh, but again, give that same sort of gentleman bow of... Just respect that this man is, you know, nothing to be, no, no pushover. And he will again kind of stiffen up and... I have never faced a magic user of your caliber. Let us see who the gods favor. And he'll launch again. First attack is a ten of crows and tomes. Does not hit. Second attack is a sixteen of crows and tomes. I'm going to cheat. I had a 10 of rams. Okay. 
So I am going to throw in a 13 of tomes plus the okay. defense makes a 19. Okay. Then that's all I can do. As you whip out these, this fucking display of magic between the two of you, he continues to laugh and he's like, Caliber, oh, well, I just know a trick or two. <laughs> and he goes to slash at you again with his kniff. Do it. We are looking at a 17. That hits. Uh, I had a 10 total, so that would be one margin of success. And so it's going to be for one damage. I'm down. As the blade slices through you, you, for a moment, feel the spark of humanity. And if anyone were there to see, you would no longer be translucent. You would no longer be this icy king. You're Felix, the good doctor. Stabbed directly into the heart as this madman laughs above you. I'm so glad I get to add you to my collection. In his last moment, Felix will smile, feeling what it is to finally go home to Mona. And he will smile at this madman and only say, the seasons are always changing. I will be back. Your love poured out for me Poured out on Calvary's tree You bled and died to set me free You bled and died to save sinners like me poured out for me your love was poured out for me on the tree at Calvary your love your love was poured out for me I can only only imagine what pain you must have felt at the hands of the barbaric sinner. Oh, but you died for them, and you died for sinners like me. For sinners like me, you bore our cost on Calvary's tree. You bled and died for sinners like me. Oh, your love, your love has set me.
God that you died for sinners like me. Oh, you died for sinners like me. Bearing the weight of the world at Calvary. When you died, you bore our cause away on that old rugged cross that day. Oh, you bled and died for sinners like me. Set this old sinner man free. Oh, you bled and died for sinners like me. You don't look okay. Zero percent okay. (sighs) Wow. I'm so I am like so into this. I'm just like, oh god. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also shit. are not fine. <laughs> shit. I tried, guys. I tried. You you did. You did it. It's Well, that's close. I I will I will live with I I'm okay with that. 